Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about. Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine, and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in paradise. Here we are again, again, again. Daughter of Godcast, season four, choice, and this is episode one, two, zero, Momentum. Episode upon episode, and where's it all headed? Death, destruction, cataclysm, apocalypse. And that's a good thing. The end is near. Get excited. I mean, of this podcast, of this post-apocalyptic romantic comedy movie. Daughter of God, done. Jam-packed with horrors and hilarity, a toy universe version of what we might actually be heading for here in America. Whoopee! A bit of sarcasm, that. I like my life in Michigan. I don't really want to pack up the Odyssey and move to Canada, even if I only have to drive five hours. I have a lake I'm loving. I also know I'm responsible for my own feelings. And I know there's always a way to feel better. There's no rush, though. We are here on Earth to mix it up, to quest. The real-life show currently in progress can help us get clear about what would be way better. The ugly America is obvious to a lot more of us now, eh? Goes without saying that Trump isn't an anomaly. He's the next step. He is the USA. The United States of America has been heading Trumpward for a while. Hard to know where it all started. My cosmic sleeper cell was activated around September 3rd, 2001, after returning from a wilderness camping trip with Dr. David Crowley. Watching videos in my garage of the Twin Towers coming down, which was the excuse for starting the Iraq War in 2003. That was when I realized I had to find a way, take responsibility. That was my wake-up call. When was yours? When did you decide to be fully alive? I repeat myself quite a bit on this podcast, maybe because I'm not sure how recently you've tuned in. If you have been around for a few dozen episodes, then you probably realize I am working things through, getting clear about what's worth having, doing, and being. For me and my fellow beings, human and otherwise, tree beings, rock beings, water beings. But the white man, 
They believe everything is dead. Stone, earth, animals, and people, even their own people. If things keep trying to live, white man will rub them out. That is the difference. What I know is that I've got to rock my own experience because the good attracts the good. And even bristly Chris Hedges believes that. We have no time left. And in that sense, resistance becomes a moral imperative. We have to stop being constrained by the tyranny of the practical. We have to understand, as Daniel Berrigan once told me, I asked him, how do you define faith? And he said, the belief that the good draws to it the good, even if empirically everything around you says otherwise. Good to me means feeling good, for no reason whatsoever, pleasure, just because I'm alive in epic times, times that inspire. It is a good day to die. Also a good day to thrive. Gosh, I feel better already. You know, I've spent many episodes exploring the question, why movie? Why this movie, Daughter of God? As a medium-aged, straight white American male with resources, I can do pretty much whatever I want, right? Movies are cool. I want to make them. Check that box. Check. But wait, that's not all. This movie could be a look backwards from a shimmering, flickering future. One of many we can choose. Maybe the scariest outcome isn't so bad after all. Maybe we can laugh at the apocalypse in progress and feel less afraid. Maybe a movie can be jam-packed with hints and clues, potent symbols, enhancement memes. Shit that snuck in there without me even knowing. Forget about the maybe. Here's the for sure. Something is happening with this movie that I can't quite articulate, but for sure is helpful. Big picture helpful. I yammer on episode after episode, reading what I've written a few days before. Writing is fun for sure, as is playing music, but I still feel like a painter. See episode 002 for history. Painting is how I feel most magical, and movies are just time-based paintings, yo Scott McCloud. At 24 frames a second, there's 100,000 paintings in an 80-minute feature-length film, available wherever there is internet and cell phones. Daughter of God is coming. Why is she coming? She's coming to save the world, our world, a fictional universe intersecting with this one, this one here, to shift awareness and eventually our shared reality. Talk about ambition. That makes can just one stone in the sparkling stream we're bounding across. Hop, hop. Let's dream big on this podcast. Because somebody's got to. What news of her coming? Q Linus. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. Phase one of Dog's financial simplification is done. Even though my QuickBooks file was corrupted and required 11th hour remediation by Intuit Level 2 tech support, now the data is with our CPA for processing. Just three phases of financial simplification to go. Momentum. 
Greg has started building armor for the opening miniature scene. The animated header on the Dog.Movie website with the skeletons and cop car is an early test of this scene. The new tanks and Humvees under construction will have Mediatronic advertisements on them, much like the relief boxes covered extensively in episode 083 and 084. And discover, scattered over an open field, hundreds of relief boxes. You can only carry three boxes back. Which three do you grab and why? The question is, how to best prepare the miniatures for the superimposed graphics? Adding highlights and shadows has to support the VFX. My plan is to dry brush pigment on the miniatures, which can then be cleaned off with compressed air after shooting. That means I'm not stuck with a finish and can adjust the shadows and highlights to find out what works best for the Mediatronics. Also, if the dry pigment approach is successful, these models can be sent back to Greg for a full finish later. Greg's been advocating for delivering the miniatures with a matte finish clear coat over a neutral gray base paint while I'm wanting him to just prime with neutral gray. I built a plasticine mock-up for him to try both finishes on. I'll have that back this weekend, most likely. I tested the dry brushing with charcoal on the Ravel Snaptight Abrams that Greg completed several weeks back. Greg is a meticulous modeler, and I'm super excited to have him working on the movie. He and I have been scheming to recruit another top-notch builder from the Great Lakes Scale Modelers Club in Traverse City. Fingers crossed. My painter pal Joe Sissel recently discovered his next-door neighbor is also a serious modeler. I'm going to try and meet that guy tomorrow. And after visiting Joe's neighbor, I'm excited to sign a contract with my copy editor, Emily, finally, at Stormcloud Frankfurt's amazing brewery. She's going to be cleaning the copy on Dog.Movie, what I'm reading right now. The website also wants an overall restructuring. I'm still looking for a kick-ass designer who is WordPress savvy. Before Emily gets started, I'll have to tweak the content silos myself. That's SEO speak for categories of information. Sheesh, that sure is a lot of esoteric stuff. Dry pigments and freaking SEO and models and copy editing. But that's, that's movie making. It's all of that stuff. That's why it's so much fun. There's so many different things to know and do. And I'm back in ketosis for this episode to see if fasting really increases brain function. Today is day five of a water-only fast. Five days of nothing but Berkey filtered Crystal Lake water. Mm. On my three-day water fast a couple weeks back, episode 118 Ketosis, I didn't rev up until day three. So I decided to do two extra days this time. I feel pretty good. <laughs> For not having any food in my body for five days, my cerebration might actually be a little more focused. Cerebration time, come on! And there's also a vague euphoria creeping in, which might also just be momentum. Just three phases of financial simplification to go. Just three just, just, 
just... That's episode 120, Momentum, season four, Daughter of Godcast. Does this feel like momentum for you? Check in on the comments of this episode and let me know what you're getting out of all this. Pam, Seamus, and Jill are chiming in still. And don't forget about blessings. Shri Fuji Split's Pancake Breakfast Redemption is even better than before. Hard to believe. And I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere during season four, feedback makes a comeback. Season two crowd creation was a lot of fun, even if preparing scenes and responding to feedback was time intensive. After the non-production logistics are wrapped, there will be a lot more movie to share. By then, picture and sound will be all I care about. That and eating. I'm really looking forward to eating. <laughs>